always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to let you know it is your season for a come up. To come up by definition means to rise in rank or status, to ascend from a lower place to a higher elevation. This word today is God's way of serving you notice that this low place you've been in, this season of dwelling in the valley is ending. There is an increase with your name on it and a divinely ordained elevation. You will rise from the ashes and soar from the glory of God. So get ready. That come up is here. Welcome to this, your Monday, December 10th, 2018 edition of your daily cup of inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become every single thing God has destined you to be. I bring you warm greetings and big old smiles live from Empower. Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is 30 degrees in the Queen City. There's currently a blanket of snow on the ground and there are only 15 days left until Christmas. I love the snow. I'm excited that Christmas is right around the corner and I had an awesome weekend, particularly Sunday at City Church where we worship the Lord together. I pray your weekend was incredible also. I'm happy to be back with you kicking the week off strong with a mighty word from God. Amen. Every single podcast you hear, it's available for you as a free resource. Stream and download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, your daily cup of inspiration.com, player.fm on my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Click that red subscribe button, turn on those notifications, and every time a podcast is uploaded, you will be among the first to know. Of course, I would also love to connect with you so much on social media, on Twitter via Team Deanna Hobbs, Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, and Instagram at I am Deanna Hobbs. Let's not prolong the preliminaries. We're going to hop into the Word of God today. I want to hear from Him, but first a prayer. God, we thank you for waking us up this morning and bringing us together to sit at your feet and receive this rich Word. I pray for the individual that pressed play. Speak to their hearts. Give them a sure Word that will strengthen and inspire them to believe for greater. We give you glory now for the great things that you will do in Jesus name. Amen. I was thinking about something this morning that happened about six years ago to my husband, Kenya. At that time, he would catch the train to his downtown office in the morning. The location of his office has since changed, so he doesn't do that anymore. But for years, public transportation was the way he traveled whenever he headed into the heart of the city of Buffalo. But back in 2012, I'm thinking about the exact month. It was October. Yep. October 2012. That was it. While he and other passengers were riding the train as they normally did any other day, something unusual happened, I'll tell you. Without warning, Buffalo's metro rail system experienced mechanical difficulties. It shut down. And just like that, they were all stuck in the underground tunnel waiting, trapped below ground level with no cell phone reception and no earthly idea how long the train would be immobile. There was no way out, nowhere to go, and it's understandable that the passengers were pretty shaken up by it. Even Kenya, who is pretty calm and even-tempered by nature, admitted to feeling anxious and somewhat disturbed by his circumstances. Others, he said, did not handle being trapped very well at 
all. The whole shutdown, thank God, ended up only lasting for about an hour. But once people got free, Kenya said many of the ones who were freaked out about getting stuck vowed that they would never, ever, ever ride the train again. No one likes being stuck in the first place, but then to be stuck underground is even worse. Man, I remember Daily Cut Family when I got stuck in an elevator very briefly and that just wasn't fun. I'm not claustrophobic. I didn't panic, but the more the minutes ticked by, the more uncomfortable I became. Now, the people in there with me, some of them were terrified. None of us likes to be stuck. Maybe you've never been stuck on a train or stuck in an elevator, but you might feel stuck in your life and you're saying, when is God gonna set me free? When is he gonna rescue me? You feel tired and you're ready for deliverance Well, it is on the way You are not going to stay stuck There's a come up with your name on it God specializes in orchestrating breakthroughs Just as he did for the prophet Jeremiah He ended up stuck underground too But not in a metro railway train This man of God was lowered down Into a pitch black dark dungeon by force Jeremiah, he was known as the weeping prophet And he was assigned to prophet against the southern kingdom of Israel, which comprised two tribes, Judah and Benjamin. Now, scholars reference the southern kingdom as simply Judah. Just to give you a little background, this judgment of Israel came because they willfully sinned against Yahweh. They were disobedient and unrepentant despite numerous warnings, so God judged them and determined they would be plundered by the enemy. This was horrible news, obviously. And when Jeremiah told the rebellious people this, they had no desire to hear it. And to make matters worse, he instructed them as God directed him to, to surrender to enemy forces. That was the only way to spare their lives. Jeremiah 38 shows us how upset folks got about what Jeremiah said. There were four of King Zedekiah's top officials that got so mad, they insisted Jeremiah be killed. And the king told them, hey, he's in your hands, essentially permitting the officials to do whatever they wanted to punish him. That's how the prophet wound up in that pit within the prison quarters with no food, no water, no light, and no indication that anyone would return to rescue him. It looked like Jeremiah would stay stuck in the mud until he died, but God had a plan for his come up. He moved on the heart of an Ethiopian man, a Cushite named Ebed-Melech, to campaign for Jeremiah and keep the man of God from starving to death in a muddy pit. By the grace of God, King Zedekiah gave Ebed-Melech permission to take 30 men and go get Jeremiah. And they pulled him right on up. Ebed-Melech in Hebrew means servant of the king. I know Ebed-Melech usually obeyed the orders of an earthly king. He served at King Zedekiah's pleasure. Oh, but when God got ready to move on Jeremiah's behalf, Ebed-Melech submitted to a greater king than Zedekiah, the heavenly king, the king of kings and lord of lords, who has authority over all things. Use this Cushite to carry out his divine will and facilitate Jeremiah's come up. The same God who orchestrated and ordained Jeremiah's supernatural release has ordained 
ordained yours. This makes my mind run over to Psalm 40. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. And the first part of the fourth verse in the New King James Version says, Blessed is that man who makes the Lord his trust. I believe I've got at least one witness in the Daily Cup family who has put her trust, his trust in the Lord and knows beyond a shadow of doubt that your come up is upon you and that God is bringing you up out of a horrible pit and he's going to put a new song in your mouth. Get ready for your shift. Surely it shall come to pass. Your season for a come up is here. I know you have cried and I know you have struggled and I know this hasn't made sense and I know it's been a long time and I know it's frustrating and disappointing and discouraging and I know you're ready to walk into a new season of blessing and favor and I know that it gets hard to keep on holding on to faith when you don't see anything changing but God is sending this word to you to tell you it doesn't matter how dark it seems how low you have fallen or how difficult the situation or how turbulent the times our God has ordained your deliverance he is causing your circumstances right now to align with his will he will make others bless you he'll send you an Ebed Melech to be a blessing to you he'll cause all things to work for your good this attack won't work on you the limited power of the opposition is no match for the limitless power of the one who advocates for you your come up starts now the Lord has ordered your release and to assure you that you can trust God to come to your rescue I'm stirring Psalm 50 and 15 in the New Living Translation right into your cup of inspiration which says then call on me when you are in trouble and I will rescue you and you will give me glory as you drink down the contents of your cup get excited about your come up there's a breakthrough with your name on it no more being confined to this dark low place with no sign of deliverance today hear God's voice there's a come up with your name on it rejoice in advance that God has set you free from the shackles of bondage and moved on your behalf now let's pray God I pray for this my sister this my brother they've been going through dark times and it hasn't been easy. Trouble has come to their door, but help them respond in faith. They don't know how you're going to fix this or work it out, but we know that you will. So by faith, we thank you for supernatural release. We trust your faithfulness and are confident that you will deliver just as you have said. In Jesus' name, we rejoice today. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.